There is treasure in and beyond your pain. What you seek is seeking you, beloved. To feel, transmute and alchemize pain is your power. And this power is within you right now. If you'll only give yourself permission to access it. To tune in to the truth of who you are. To allow the healing of your soul. Self-healer. Rise. Welcome back to Beautifully Empowered. I really want to talk about dormant sexual energy and creative life force and how unconsciously we can make decisions in powerlessness because we are disconnected from the very life force that we are which as human beings we are actually spirit we are actually energy and excuse me if you can hear me in the background making a bit of noise because i am actually painting my fingernails as i'm recording this with my windows wide open because we're having a heat wave here in manchester it's extremely warm also i'm in the kitchen and sometimes my boiler makes noises so you're just gonna have to just forgive that this is not just gonna be like a professionally recorded podcast it is what it is but right now as i'm painting my fingernails i felt like i had something to say so i wanted to talk about sexual energy so we know that human beings are energy you know science eventually catches up to spirituality energy constantly needs to move energy is always moving it's it never stays still you know just like the seasons just like life in general just like life from conception to old age elderly age it's it's life is constantly moving and and we are spirit human beings i've noticed that when somebody tells me i must do something whether that comes from an abusive government whether it comes from narcissistic leaders within religions and whether it comes from the educational system whether it comes from an abusive partner whether it comes from a narcissistically selfish motivated mother who's projecting her own insecurities onto her daughter because yeah my daughter's an extension of myself she's not actually an individual with needs of her own and emotions of her own she's just an attack you know an extension of me whether it's a lover whether it's a friend that isn't there for you emotionally and is expecting you to be there for them it's interesting isn't it that when you Uh, unaware consciously of who you are it is so easy for those that are aware of energy though even whether whether they're aware consciously or not that we are more than just this physical body and anybody in our life can manipulate us to do something that we don't necessarily want to do manipulation as far as i'm in my observation of that aware is not necessarily a bad thing because we're constantly manipulating our way through life and how are we manipulating our way through life well we do that with our sexual energy we're constantly moving you know and we're constantly exchanging things even money is an exchange of energy you know everything is energy and on this you know this side of eternity and it's like we are these physical beings well we're not physical beings we are these spirit beings these energy beings contained within a physical body and sometimes it can feel very limiting to be almost stuck in a physical body and especially when society and the world just emphasizes your physical body emphasizes your existence through matter spirit comes in through matter but they don't recognize that when you then look at history all of that, I just meant that 
in that unawareness it's very easy to see how people use your dormant sexual energy to manipulate manipulation isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just maybe not beneficial depending on the motive you know if somebody's manipulating you with an agenda then yes that manipulation would be not beneficial for you you know for example if you look at how our sexual energy has been repressed oppressed denied through christianity and how that still affects us today is that why were christians why were those well not just christians those that had to follow christianity and society in general why were we so controlled because our sexuality was denied if you cut off a certain aspect of a being which is who they are you are a sexual being and sexuality being not necessarily one and the same with um sensuality um sexual your sexuality is who you are and then sharing that sexuality with somebody else and sharing that experience and sharing energy with someone else that is the act of sex the act of sex you as a sexual being and your sexual energy your sensual energy being embodied in your sensual energy they're not necessarily all the same thing because you can be embodied in your sexual energy you can be embodied as a sensual being you can be a sensual woman and not want to share that energy with unworthy human not that they're unworthy but they're not they're not worthy but in their unconsciousness and in their ego projection that is not a match to you but you don't necessarily want to share that sexual energy with 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 you know until you're ready to share that with somebody that is you know that resonates with you and that is um that wants what you want and it has the same goals and desires as you and is is on that path of you know self-development and 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 expanding their consciousness and looking at christianity and how they've suppressed that sexuality and controlled the woman and controlled the womb you control the womb ma mother matrix then you're really using that womb power for your own benefit a woman who is empowered is connected to her womb a woman who is empowered is a wild woman who sees the word should advisable and advice as just should advisable and advice as opposed to somebody that's not connected to the womb they will see the word should advisable and advice as i must do this and i must do that and that's the funny thing that language is very important because you can be manipulated into believing that you have to do something when you're disconnected from your womb power because you don't know how the english language works very interesting and so the reason i want to do this podcast is because i had an amazing conversation with amanda flaker which i'll put in the show descriptions down below and the podcast is holy shit empaths are sacred prostitutes this conversation was so potent i literally have listened to that conversation about three four times it's like my favorite podcast out of all the conversations i've had um with the many beautiful beings that i've brought on this podcast but yeah i'm going to put that into the show descriptions down show description down below and other podcasts that are to do with your sexual energy and the reason i'm saying this is because regardless of me regardless of where you are in life whether it's an abusive relationship that you feel you can't get out of because you know sex is a binding and it binds you to that individual energetically whether it's a parent whether it's a friend whether it's a, somebody in your re religion whether it's whether it's the government it doesn't matter who it is whether it's the educational system you are easy, easily manipulated if you don't understand that you are a sexual being 
I am not talking about the act of sexual, it's a sexual act. The act of sex is simply just sharing your embodied sensual energy with another. To be embodied is to be connected to your womb. For a man, for a male body, it will be to connect with the divine feminine within. The divine feminine and divine masculine unified is perfect balance. The higher chakras and the lower chakras are bridged together through the heart chakra, which is balance. It's the middle. It's, it's the bridge between heaven and earth. Hell would literally be the lower chakras and heaven would be the higher chakras. Not literal hell, but yeah, as above, so below. In your life, you realize that even creativity and sexuality is the same thing. How are we creating every single day? is through sexual energy. When you buy something that is an energy exchange, that is why, as I've become older, or I would say why is it really not really to do with age. If I go into a store and I am treated a certain way, or, um, and this is not being whiny, this is just looking at whether a company or whether a particular store deserves your energy exchange, you know? Um, and I'm mindful of that and because everything's energy when you're exchanging goods that's energy money doesn't really have any value a 10 pound note doesn't actually have value it's the value that we place on the money so money could money could be anything money could be crypto money could be anything it's the value that we place on it and being aware of you as a sexual human being is that everything is flowing from that to suppress that sexual energy, to cause it to be stagnant, to cause it to be dormant. That's energy that's stuck. And that stuck energy will ha cause havoc on the body and create disease. And that's why it's so good to, or beneficial for us to have some sort of cleansing process and be mindful of that the human beings that we share our sexual energy with. I mean, for me personally, this is not going to resonate with any everybody, obviously, but this is just me. I would find it difficult to share my sexual energy with somebody that doesn't have some sort of energetic or spiritual or emotional cleansing because when you're in a stand and when you go from I think to I know, when you go from I believe to I know, which is going from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius because Aquarius is I know, it's taking what you know about soul ties, sexual energy, um, cord cutting, all of that, and knowing that, hey, I like you, I might even love you, but I know that this relationship doesn't serve me, and I know that this sharing of sexual energy is keeping me bound unconsciously to this individual that isn't serving my higher purpose, it isn't serving my highest good. And that's how, that's how powerful sex is. It can bind you to somebody that is abusive, it can bind you to somebody that is, somebody that is, is showing you or mirroring the reenactment, or it is a reenactment of your childhood trauma, which is your blueprint. And until we're aware of who we are at the lunar level, at the subconscious level, at this womb level, at this inner cave within, the deepest chambers of our hearts, the subconscious mind, the moon, the mother, the feminine, unless we get connected to that, what is it that's actually manipulating us? It could be the masculine energy that's unconsciously disconnected from itself. 
the masculine energy that is not unified with the feminine energy becomes toxic patriarchy bullshit that like has infected most of males ma- of the male population a woman that's that's maybe too masculine and not connected to her femininity that can also be destructive to her as well and it's that balance it's that um feminine and, and masculine polarity that is within all of us regardless of your gender expression um regardless of how you identify there only is the masculine and the feminine polarity existing within everybody and to suppress either of those is detrimental to the human being detrimental to the human who believes in all of these laws and enforcements and and manipulations outside of themselves because they've done no inner work to realize that as above so below the big bang is conception evolving through the waters is the is literally the fetus it literally looks like a little tadpole it's the most beautiful thing when you can see as above so below in everything in the cosmos what's happening in the cosmos is happening here on earth and i know i constantly talk about this but the root system of the tree oh my goodness i'm obsessed with trees like i just love trees so much as above so below is is right in front of you everywhere you look Everything is a mirror back to you. Realizing that our own oppression starts in our own psyche. From not in a standing self. From giving sexual energy away rather than reserving it. That doesn't doesn't necessarily mean to not have sex. It just means to reserve and see who who this individual is before you engage in in a sexual act. Step back. And see, who is this that's telling me I I must do this? That they're giving off the energy that I must comply, yet in written word it says should advise guidance. Who is it that is an authority over you? Who owns you? My body, my choice. Did that go out of the window? Every single individual is responsible for themselves. If you're supposed to compromise your own health for the sake of others how is that collectively going to affect the health of humanity when you put your health first when you put your sexual and physical emotional health just in general because health is not just physical when you put that first you you are putting others first it's 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 an it's the as above so below being connected to your womb power (laughs) enables you to be in such a divine place of creation to close your eyes and to see and sense the darkness within you're creating in that darkness you're creating with your thoughts you're creating in your sleep the food grows in the soil without that root system of going within then when you open your eyes and you see the light going from the moon to the sun, from the subconscious to the conscious, what is it that you are allowing to create for you? Because if you're not creating from within, then what is without is creating for you that experience within. And what do I mean by that? Unless you are in tune with your lunar lunar, um, consciousness, then you're allowing the 
masculine energy of the extroverted, influential, societal projection of what you should be to infiltrate your consciousness, to tell you what you should be and what you should do. And well, (laughs) you're not exactly creating, you're allowing somebody to create for you. And that's the whole point is that if you're not tuned into your sexual, primal, feminine energy, regardless of your gender expression, as I said, then somebody's going to create for you. The wild woman is a free woman. The wild woman is a free woman. I'm going to say that again. The wild woman is a free woman. Free in her mind. Free in her body. Free in her spirit. And you tapped in. Tuned. And you plugged in. (laughs) To self. It's like... mm. When somebody says, I must do something, I'm just like, okay, just breathe. Look at the energy. Look at the fear that they're projecting outward to control you. That could be in any situation. It's going to relate to various situations and take what resonates and leave the rest, as I always say. Because this is just my stream of consciousness. And my stream of consciousness is filtered through my experiences, my perceptions, my beliefs, my I, my I know my I knowings is that even <laughs> my knowings okay the books that I've read the experiences that I've had and I'm one human being so when I say take what resonates leave the rest I really mean that um I do that with everything I do that with every conversation I have with somebody every book I read every podcast I listen to every every source of information that I read I take what resonates for me as an individual and leave the rest there's always bits and pieces there's always parts of conversations or books or podcasts or audiobooks or whatever it is that whatever your you know your source of information is there's always aspects of that information that you would take for yourself like I would never fully agree with anything that anybody says it's always well that's your perception and that's how that's your channeling of your consciousness but that doesn't mean that it has to be mine and that's the thing is when somebody's telling you you must do something or they're putting it out as if they're putting it out into the world as if you have to comply and do everything that everybody else is doing for the sake of the collective. Well, it's just like, well, you want to question that because <laughs> is there a one rule fits all? Haven't we learned from the educational system that that doesn't work? Haven't you learned that as a parent when you've got children that are, have completely different temperaments and completely different personalities that that doesn't work? Have we not learned? learnt that as a society society that that does not work and more power to the individual power to the individual is power to the collective it's not necessarily that we're one consciousness and we should always we should all behave the same you can agree that we're one consciousness but that doesn't mean that you have to sit in a room with a murderer or a rapist and be okay with that no boundaries and no is a powerful word the more you say no you realize what your yes is it's not that you have to say no in order to know what your yes is some people that have been through trauma and abuse have to say no in order to know what their yes is. Those that have not been through abuse, maybe they just they just say yes a lot to everything because they know what they want. You know, and it's the energy that you're giving into what you're resistant, resisting. It's sexual energy that you're adding to that which you are in resistance to. <laughs> um, and it's the same thing I feel like with, with, with protests as well um i was gonna say podcast then i'm like in 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 resistance to podcasts (laughs) um 
yeah, it's like, you know, when, when people assume or act as if protests are the only form of activism in the world, and it's just like, no. It's one tiny aspect, actually, of, of, of making societal change. If you're demanding the government to change something and they're just not listening, isn't that the same as demanding that an abuser change and they still don't change? Is it not more empowering for you to look within your own life and stop forcing others to behave according to how you think they should behave? Why not change aspects of your own life and allow that consciousness of freedom and consciousness of taking responsibility for your own life to actually ripple out into your relationships? All it takes is for one fucking human being to heal in their family. Watch how that ripples out. Consciousness affects consciousness. So if you heal others will heal just by having conversations with you. They'll be like, what has changed about you? I want what you have. How have you gone so deep into that healing? How have you changed your life? You're still you, like I'm still Amy Letitia and always will be. My personality is still Amy Letitia and it always has been. However, my internal process, my thoughts, my, my internal world is so different how it's ever been because I've been on this healing I've been experiencing this healing I try not to use the word path but it kind of is for the past four years um my healing journey started before that but then it, I reverted because I got back into a relationship that really was not in alignment with my highest you know my highest good and that really put a stop to my healing at that time and I reverted back to old ways and old thought patterns and denied aspects of self and yeah it sometimes it takes that to realize what you want sexual energy is extremely powerful if it wasn't extremely powerful why do narcissists and sociopaths latch onto those that are unconsciously dormant with their sexual energy it's a repressed unconscious woman that's not in her womb power and womb power is so 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 important and i just want to recommend a book if anyone really wants to go deep and i cannot recommend this book i've not read a book that's gone this deep it's a huge book i'll just go to my bookcase and get it because i don't know the name of the book and i know it's womb awakening but i don't know the name of the author so excuse me for a moment it's womb awakening initiatory wisdom from the creatrix of all life and it's by azra bertrand and Seren Bertrand. Um, I'm just going to read the back of the book just to give you an idea of how powerful this book is. And yeah, it's so powerful. I cannot recommend it enough. The ancients lived by a feminine cosmology of creation where everything was birthed and dissolved through a sacred universal womb. Within each of us, whether female or male, lies a holographic blueprint of this womb of creation, connecting us to the web of life. By awakening your spiritual womb, the holies of holies within the temple of your body, you can, <laughs> you can reconnect to the transformative energy of womb consciousness and reclaim your sacred powers of creation and love. Drawing on mythical and spiritual traditions from almost every culture, Dr. Azra and Saran Bertrand reconstruct the moon-based feminine mystery teachings of a lost global womb religion, tracing the tradition all the way back to the Netherlands and beyond. They explore how these teachings were encoded in the symbolism of folk and fairy tales, the legends of the Holy Grail, the traditions of Mary Magdalene and Sophia, the maiden, queen and crone archetypes, and the teachings of alchemy and the chakras. 
They show how sages and shamans across the globe all secretly spoke of the cosmic womb and the sacred creative powers of moon blood. The authors look at the power of the moon and its connection to sacred womb consciousness, offering meditations and practices to help awaken your spiritual womb and activate its sacred magic of creation and manifestation. Explain how to activate the energetic gateways of the womb and merge the heart and womb to make sexual union the highest sacrament of love. Revealing how we must connect with the divine feminine to birth the divine masculine and restore balance to our world, the authors show as we awaken the powerful ancient path of the womb mysteries, we help return to our world harmony with the wild, untamed creative flows and cyclical rhythms of the cosmos. It's a beautiful book. It's a very, very heavy book, actually. It's about, hang on. 483 pages long and i'm only on page 100 so it's just one of those books it's just so juicy and so full of like oh my god it's just like you just you just feel like you're soaking it all in and you know how like i've said this many times before and i think um jilly mentioned this as well um in our po podcast water consciousness is that you know that the word ma comes from um it means mother right okay yeah so where it said um, offering meditations and practices to help awaken your spiritual womb and activate its sacred magic and create creation of manifestation. If you look at the words magic and manifestation, they both start with the word ma. Magic, ma, mother. It's like feminine energy, magic is the creative feminine energy and manifestation as well. You're manifesting through this um, feminine energy. And it's, it's, it's through the feminine that we birth the masculine. You, know, you can't empower the man without bringing respect back to the woman. And when the woman is respected, the male will be respected. When the woman is free, the man will be free. When the feminine is respected and united with the masculine, you will be free. And it's all about freedom from within. And I cannot, res re I cannot recommend womb awakening i cannot recommend womb awakening enough it is such a huge book and i've had this book for a few months now and i i just take my time with it because i digest information better if i read several books at the same time i swear i resonate with my vedic gemini son because i'm just like i read something and i get bored and i read something else like i'll go into a shop and i'll just be like i don't know what to pick because there's so much choice like i swear i resonate with gemini energy energy in that sense but in a lot of other senses absolutely not um all respect to all my gemini's out there i am absolutely a cancer son we are healing our womb we heal our daughters and we heal the generation that comes after us and if our grandparents and parents before that would have healed their wombs we wouldn't be experiencing so much trauma the trauma comes from the womb and so healing that womb we we heal a whole generation of women healing our womb we heal our sisters we heal our friends we heal our mother because then that, that womb awakening, that womb healing, it ripples out into every relationship. And there's something beautiful. There's something to me, there's nothing. There's nothing more beautiful to me. I mean, there are equally things that are beautiful, but I just have such a attraction to a woman that to me embodies that womb awakening. And it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm an awakened woman. I'm a, I'm a priestess now. You know, I'm a priestess of the rose flower. Like, it's not, it's not necessarily like you have to even say anything to anybody about just being awakened in your womb. It's just a connection to your womb. It's a connection to <laughs> the mother within, Mary, Ma, Matrix, Mother, Mason. It's, it's the mother within. It's, 
you know, you can be a, ma- a male body and you can be, you can have a womb awakening. You don't have to have a physical womb to have a womb awakening. Place your hand on your sacral chakra and your solar plexus and realize that that energy from that center of you, the center of you, you are creating from that. You're also creating from your heart as well. When we talk about heart, you know, heart consciousness and it's beautiful, it's beautiful, 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 beautiful. And this book, uh, I'm not here to promote books, but I definitely do like to promote or at least talk about books that have had such an effect on me. And this is very, very, very empowering and so, so, so very detailed. Um, just absolutely beautiful book. I'm just literally flicking through it now so you probably can hear the noise in the background. Um, I just want to read something here and I'm going to be really quick with this, but I underli- underlined it. It's talking about healing our womb and how it's a gateway to heaven. And so it goes on to say that when we reset our wombs, clearing away all the shocks and the traumas and the betrayals, a wave of innocence floods through us. This is our natural state of being. It is our true birthright. It's a gentle, radiating, all-compassing softness that enraptures the soul. The gateway to this heaven lives within our wombs and sacred sexuality. Our sexuality is pure and immaculate, and only negative experiences and feelings stored in our wombs and sexual centers block this from being a lived reality. Sexual union with another is much like visiting a beautiful place in nature. We go there to commune, to enjoy, to play, to love and to restore. And we should leave the place in the same pristine condition we found it without leaving our trash. And that's what I was saying earlier about if you don't have some sort of like spiritual cleansing, then you, I think I said it, that you take on other people's energy, people they've slept with, their traumas, their trash basically. But many of our sexual encounters have not honored the pristine nature of our womb. Many people have dumped their trash in some way, either subtle or shocking. Every lover or sexual encounter that does not honor our feminine soul or the sanctity of our womb sovereignty leaves a footprint in the pure landscape of our physical sexual centers and our sexual energy body. Scientific studies now suggest that women may carry genetic material from the sperm of past lovers for years inside our body systems. This energetic residue could leave an imprint forever unless we decide to feel and release the memory and to gently discover, explore and dissolve any negative footprints and allow ourselves to heal. And I love that because it's like, however, it's like, unless. It's like there's the personal responsibility there to change your blueprint to change what your what your ancestors did and how you came into this world this imprint is also passed down our ancestral line we are born with a collective genetic footprint the boot of oppression where the feminine principle has been stamped out we have been epigenetically modified by an anti-life patriarchal system and the pain perpetuated by that there's a book that i want to read actually called uh, patriarch patriarchal stress disorder definitely going to read that and get back to you on that book (laughs) every man has been birthed from a womb that holds many negative imprints and from mothers who are wounded emotionally sexually and energetically which often prevents true and loving bondings with their sons this has in turn led men to inflict their own negative footprints on the women they connect with who then birth more children from this wounded imprint and the cycle keeps looping and degenerating we may have left our own negative footprints every thought fantasy touch from ourselves that is not truly self-loving leaves an imprint on our body our own lack of self-love and erotic wounds can crush our innocence and attract us to encounters that create even more emotional and energetic scars adding to our secret feelings of shame and unworthiness and that's just like one little part of the book it's a 500 page book it's 
it's beautiful it's beautiful um and so yeah I'm just gonna leave it there I think I'm gonna put the podcast that I did with Amanda Flaker in the show descriptions down in the show description down below it's called holy shit and past our sacred prostitutes it is so powerful Amanda Flaker when I say powerful I'm like that podcast and this woman awakening book no joke um I'll put all the other sexual energy related podcasts in the script description below for you to go and listen to that and just be empowered because unless someone's redirecting you to yourself, it's not empowerment, might be inspiration, but hey, I didn't call this beautifully inspired. I called it beautifully empowered. Love you. Have a great week and I'll see you soon.